All righty. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Everything Goes. Hope everybody got the memo. They have to change the time. We'll see. <laughs> anyway, I'll give everybody a minute to get here. Um, good thing I announced my shows prior to the shows. So somebody's showing up, but nobody's showing up. Okay. Anyway, I am here today. I sent out the email again. I forgot to change the date, and I sent out another one. So we'll see how many people actually show up. Hopefully, they got the mail, got the message. Um, so anyway, no listeners yet. I'm showing six people, and okay. All righty. Oh, there we go. Uh, Tabata. Okay, this thing's got a delay here. I don't know why. All right. Okay. Anyway, I'm going to get the show. I want to start off with um, Fiona and Yanni have, uh, have postponed the sh uh, their workshop today, and it's going to be on the 25th. So I will be posting their the link to their show on every show. So um, anyway, so hopefully you guys have a chance, uh, more time to um, go check it out. You know, I, I was teasing Yanni. He's, you know, he's going to be talking about Greek brandy and uh, Fiona on Dewey's. <laughs> but anyway, they're going to be talking about the bucket, the nano, and the whole concept of, you know, <clears throat> re recovering from it and different things. So anyway, tune in. They're usually, Yanni's very uh, knowledgeable, and so is Fiona. So I can't encourage you enough to go check them out if you have the opportunity. All right. I want to get into some things. I just heard a Romanian, I guess, senator talking about all the bullshit that's going on. And, um, you know, I think the theme of the planet, for the most part, and pretty much has the same concept, live and let live. Live and let live. And the only people that don't want to uh, abide this concept are those that are power-hungry bastards that do not have enough brains in their head to realize that the earth will work with or without them. Preferably without them. But for the general, for the general population, most of us pretty much get along and enjoy culture and ethnic exchanges. I love going to different restaurants, whether they be Asian, whether they be, you know, uh, Baltic, Northern European, East Indian, Hispanic, whatever. You know, I enjoy enjoying the, the food cultural part, tasting different things. I won't eat bugs. I saw uh, an Asian woman eating a spider. That, I draw the line there. You know, if it ain't cooked, well done. I'm not eating it. That's just <laughs> how I am. So, but anyway, anyway, everybody, welcome to the show. I'm glad you made it. I'm glad you got the memo, I, you know, hopefully. Um, so, but anyway, most of us have that concept. So I have an idea. I have an idea. How many of you remember watching the TV show or a movie called Trading Places? Do you remember that? You remember that? You know, the... Uh, <clears throat> The the reversal role of someone from a ghetto going, uh, yeah, I sent another one out, and I'm hoping everybody got the second one. It was a typo. You know, I forgot to change the six to a three for Saturday, and it's a good thing I announced these shows, you know, prior to the shows, letting everybody know, you know, the time and the date for the next show. But last night, I guess I forgot to switch that, and then somebody sent me an email, and I 
spoke some Canadian and then had to go and make the changes. So, yeah. Uh, uh, okay, cool. Yeah, I said, you, then you may get it later. You know, Eddie Murphy starred in the movie and he was the Afro-American or the, uh, I shouldn't say Afro-American. He was an African descent. I finally figured out how to use the proper vernacular to describe people from different ethnicities or skin tones. I have had was trying to wrestle with the whole idea without trying to be offensive. And then it dawned on me that I'm using the same thing for myself, referring to myself as of Mediterranean origin. And, because I'm not white, I'm Mediterranean origin, European descent. So then it dawned on me, well, the same thing would apply to everybody else, you know, depending on whatever background you have. So most people today who are dark skinned usually are from came from africa they're brought over as slaves right so they should they are of african descent so this is how we should really really be describing each other instead of by a skin tone because the skin tone just keeps us in what i call a caste system and perpetual slavery you know and again we shouldn't be using that either primarily you know everyone's got a name call them by each each people by their names you know introduce yourself hey my name is so and so anyway those of african descent uh so probably that took a long time for me to process in my head the eddie murphy plays this role where he's you know a guy in the ghetto and they pick him up and they put him in a place uh yeah i think so i think that that was more and it's more and more accurate you know afro-american means nothing really it you know, you're still you're an american if you're born in the united states your 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 background is, is u.s right but you're you're i mean that's where you come from that's where you were born but if you were if you're of different ethnicities or different skin tones, well, you're, the origin of your background comes from whatever, wherever you, you know you came from, you know wherever your your descendancy came from. So anyway, I finally figured it took me a while to get that, trying to figure out what to how to say it correctly without being offensive. Um, but anyway, Eddie Murphy now is a guy in the ghetto, and he gets swapped over to high affluential position and the guy that was in a high affluential position was now put into a ghetto and they both had to adapt to their environment now there was a scene where they showed they showed that the two brothers that were in the stock market made a bet that they could do something they bet each other a buck that they could screw up these two people's lives and they did now there was a scene in there where Eddie Murphy says to the guy, how do you hurt rich people? How do you hurt rich people? People that are, are rich and powerful, how would you hurt them? How do you hurt? How does the working class hurt a billionaire? How do we kick Bill Gates' ass? Nah, it's not about buying their shit. No, no. Take it one step more. One step how do you fuck up Bill Gates? How do you fuck up Elon Musk? How do you fuck up whoever? Whoever whoever is trying to influence the pharmaceutical companies, how do you hurt them? What's the best way to hurt them? Don't work for them. Don't produce their shit. If everybody decided tomorrow for the next two weeks not to go to work nobody goes to work nobody drives a truck nobody pumps any oil out of the ground 
Nobody mines any resources. Nobody goes to the bank. Nobody goes to fucking Walmart. Nothing. You don't work. You don't manufacture nothing. You don't produce nothing. You sit home for two weeks, three weeks tops, and you shut down the economy. Completely shut it down. Nobody, you don't have to fire a shot. You don't need any explosives. You don't need to do anything except sit home. Nobody do nothing. Even if you do it for six months, nobody do nothing. That means nobody can repossess your car. Nobody can kick you out of your house. Nobody can kick you out of your apartment. Nothing. Do absolutely nothing. I hope Canadians are hearing this. I hope especially Canadians are hearing this. See, we've been on this freaking psychological program that we have to have a job. Jobs, we gotta have jobs, 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 jobs. It's all we hear, right? You gotta have a job. The reason why you gotta have a job is so you can make billionaires like Bill Gates and Klaus Schwab and that little fucking goat there, that Yuri, whatever, rich and powerful. But if nobody produced anything for them, nobody did anything, imagine the stock market, what would happen? Oh my gosh. Imagine nobody bought any oil. Ooh. Canada right now is in one of the most unique positions in the world. Okay. And Canada could literally shut down the economic flow of the planet. That's how powerful Canada is right now. Canada has the resources that they supply to the two largest superpowers on the planet, China and America. Oil, gold, raw materials, potash, uh, wood, you name it. Canada supplies it to China and the U.S. What if all the steel companies in Ontario and throughout Canada quit making steel? Dun, 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 dun. How about leaving the oil in the ground? Oh, America would have a hiccup because the, because the dollar is based on oil. China would have a hiccup because they wouldn't be able to run the country. Imagine that. How about other things that we make in this country, like cars and auto parts and, you know, whatever, right across the board. Everybody quit going to work. Everybody then would demand, demand, not ask, not request, demand that the premiers either resign or start representing Canadians. Demand it. And then we demand the, re the resignation of Parliament and the Prime Minister. Yet have them by the balls, period. You know, I got the idea. I got the idea. But when I reflected back in the 60s and 70s when my uncles worked in the automotive industry, and I was listening to a preacher or minister in uh, Alberta, which, again, this is another effing thing, too, that any charges, false charges and bullshit that are trumped up against that man would be dropped immediately. No ifs, ands, or buts. Immediately. All this guy did was read, uh, preach the sermon and prayed. And for that, they threw him in jail. And for that, they're planning on putting him in jail for 10 years. 
That's bullshit. In a country like Canada, this is a country supposedly, you know, allowing a freedom of religion or freedom of faith. They're going to throw this guy in jail because he prayed and read the Bible? Are you kidding me? So anyway, that would be number one. Any false trumped-up charges against anybody that took a stand against this bullshit that we're dealing with in this country, all charges are dropped immediately. And any, and any damages that has been incurred by the provinces would be recomp recompensed back to, to that person. That's what should be done. No, not a boycott. No, not a boycott. We walk off the job. No jobs. Nobody work. The whole theme of these bastards, see, they don't realize that there's um, reciprocity here. They're rich because they employ people. People that get employed make money and do things to spend money on other things that they have invested in. So that keeps the cycle of, of finances going. Okay, that keeps the finances going. So if they decide that they're going to create these conditions that you have to have a digital ID and you have to be injected in order to do this or injected in order to do that, then fuck them. Okay? Then you do this in, the, in a very peaceful way. Refuse to go to work. Refuse to do anything in Canada. I'll tell you what will happen after two weeks of nobody producing anything in this country. What will happen is China and the United States will, will put pressure on Parliament to get everybody here back to work. Everybody will just tell them to go F off. Now you're going to have to bring in foreigners. Foreigners who do not know how to do these jobs. Okay, I just got an email from a, a nurse in Canada that she's saying that they're bringing in Philippine nurses from the Philippines that have absolutely no training on anything and they're paying them twelve thousand dollars a month and they don't know nothing meanwhile she has to show them what to do she says she's going to quit doing that she said they're making four times more money than she is and she's got to do their job so um my thing is this you know nobody work fuck them Imagine the parliament then. Everybody just not work. No auto cars being made. No nothing. No oil coming out of the ground. Nothing. Zip. No grocery stores open. Nothing. This would put such a kibosh, especially on China. China would shit. The United States would shit because, again, it, it, the dollar is based on oil. Nobody do nothing. Do it at an inconvenient moment in this time. And then tell them to take their digital ID and shove it up their ass. That's what needs to be done. No bombs, no bullets, no guns are needed. Just do nothing. See, that's what happened in the 60s. When the automotive workers demanded that they had better working conditions, because you know, they were working 12, 17 hours a day, and expected to be on their job every day. They didn't have no time with their families. 
they started negotiating increase in wages because at that time you have to remember this is the 60s now the automotive industry was making a hundred thousand dollar a year profit each one of them ford gm chrysler and american motors was doing good too yet they were polluting everything like I say all the time, River Rouge in, in Detroit, there is it's it's dead water for almost 70 years. Ford never fixed that. Ford never cleaned that. Today they're making millions and they still haven't cleaned it. Detroit River is an atrocity, you know. And again, nothing being done to clean it up. Yet these corporations are making billions of dollars. And now they want to regulate you every time you take a shit. They want to know what's coming out of your ass. So my thinking is really simple. That's what they did back then. They shut down the automotive industry. They stayed on strike. If it's meant six weeks, eight weeks, they stayed on strike. And they had the tenacity. They said, fuck it. We're not, we're, we ain't getting nothing anyway. Eventually, the automotive industry had, to, had caved in. They Okay, now they'll say, well, we'll take the jobs elsewhere. Well, fine, go. That's when you start to boycott. If it's going out of the country and they're bringing it back in, don't buy it. You know, most of the shit coming from China doesn't work half the time anyway. So, you know, and we used to make all those products here in Canada or the U.S. You know, and now it's exported out to China. Mm, okay. You can see how, how quali good quality that is. They got nothing against the Chinese, but you know what? This is the way it works. If, if they are trying to hold us hostage here, and we're not buying anything coming from China. Imagine what's going to do to their economy. They're going to have a hell of a hiccup. That would cause that, that uh, the stranglehold they have would come tumbling down like a, like a, uh, like a tree being chopped up. You know, but we do absolutely nothing. This is the message every Canadian needs to hear. This is the message every Australian needs to hear. This is the message every New Zealander needs to hear. This is the message every South African needs to hear. This is the message everybody in the UK needs to hear. And, and Europe, you know, Eastern Europe, Western Europe, Central Europe, the Baltic uh, states, the East Bloc states, all of them. Superpowers have no business dropping uh, uh, high-powered energy weapons on a country because they are trying to work out a peace settlement. You know why the Ukrainian war is going on? One of the main reasons it's going on, if it's even a war. This is so Russia and the United States can test their toys, their AI toys. Russia just brought in the remote control robots in, uh, into the Ukraine just uh, last week. Just last week. Okay. The uh, UK is now sending aircraft over to the Ukraine. This is this is a basically a war games going on over there. I just listened to a Romanian senator. She's she's tired of the bullshit. She's even when we win, we lose. We have to pay some kind of price, and it's true. None of us here are winners. None of us. Even when we think we got something, we don't have anything. The moment we get anything, they're ready to tax the shit out of it. That's stupid. Just talked to my mom this morning. The money that we make and that we earn. Okay, and we put into a bank again, putting money into a bank. That doesn't that sound a little ridiculous? Because now they're trying to hold your money sat. Uh, uh, um, what's the term? Trying to hold your money as um, um, not blackmail. They're trying to blackmail you with your own money in the bank. The best thing you could do is pull your money out of the bank and put it in a safe and, and hide it in your house. Best thing you can do. 
Leave very little in the bank. Why are we giving the banks our money so they can invest it and make trillions and then give us this crumb and then we have to pay tax on that crumb? That money's already been taxed. That concept may seem ridiculous for some of you to think about, but if that money's already been taxed, this is double jeopardy. So again, pull it out. Why, why make these rich bastards richer? Why make that? Why give them the power over you to dictate a policy which is detrimental to your health or to your very existence? This may sound like a communist rhetoric or socialist, but it isn't really. It's a democratic principle that, again, if you got something that's wrong that needs to be fixed, you do whatever is required to repair it. You have the power. This is the thing. Americans, especially of all the people in the world, America, Americans themselves have the power. They're just too fucking stupid to understand what they have. That's the problem with America. The, the government of America, Biden, all the rest of those nincompoops that they've got down there, that little uh, puppet on a string, his, his whole reality is based on the backs of slaves. If the slaves don't cooperate and give them the, their, their, you know, make the money for them, they have no power. Their power is hinged on a piece of paper that you could wipe your ass with. Probably the ink would come off if you did that. But Americans have the, have the most power of all. Canada is the same. You don't have as 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 uh, how would you put it? It's not Canada's not as centralized as the United States, but it's same same effect. You take every region of Canada, every segment of of, of a province that produces something, and you shut all that down. I'll give you an example. When the automotive industry went on strike in Canada because they had the auto pack. What happens if they go on strike in Canada? This is why they try not to have any strikes in Canada because what happens is Canada builds parts that are supplied to the United States automotive section to build the car. If they don't have the parts made to ship over to the, to the U.S., those, those, those auto plants don't work. They shut down. You know, And GM, Ford, and Chrysler, and whoever, uh, Toyota, Nissan, and the rest now have to pay their workers even if they don't work goes into their unemployment or whatever. So they try to negotiate a settlement in Canada and they'll hit and they'll pick one automotive, whether it be Chrysler or Ford or GM, they'll pick the one. And the one that they pick, the whatever deal they negotiate, usually the other two agree to, and then the Toyota and the rest also agree. That's how it works. That's how much of a linchpin Canada has. Canada doesn't understand it either. Most Canadians are stupid to understand the power that they have here. They've been so used to being sheep and being led into a, a, a pen that they really don't realize that if they decide not to go into that pen, guess what? The government and the corporations have no power. That's real power. Real power is when you can control the operation of a country and the labor force in Canada and the United States control that. All this bullshit about taking an injection that is now, you know, I said three years ago that this thing was going to kill people. I also said three years ago the combination of all these jabs are giving everybody is going to create a genetic anomaly and that they would shed uh, and spread the pandemic. Now they're saying the same thing I said three years ago. Wow. Where were they then? 
Where were they then? You know, when people were already saying that these things were dangerous, untested, and, un and there was an unvalidated, unverifiable so-called outbreak. A simple fucking flu, and they blew it out of proportion. And, and again, why does anybody listen to anything the government says? Nothing they ever tell us is true. This is the other thing that, I, that blew me away. But anyway, that's my concept. I And I'm hoping every freaking Canadian that's here in this show will share that information with everybody. We have real power. Government doesn't have any power whatsoever unless we surrender to their bullshit. We seen Danielle Smith coming along and Trudeau shaking her hand with the, with the Masonic handshake. Now they're passing some shit in in uh, in Calgary. I forget now what's what's coming out of there. I'm gonna play some stuff, and I got something for you guys down in Australia with the land down under with all the thunder. Okay, uh, they were trying to force, going to do all kinds of shit. Now they're saying we won the battle. You know, you guys decide whether or not that's really true. I'm not seeing us winning anything because we're not applying what we really have. The, the idea, and you know what? They can pass whatever law they want to pass. This is the thing, too. And again, every Canadian needs to hear this, especially, and everybody in the fucking Commonwealth needs to hear this, especially. You can tell I'm a little pissed off with all this crap that I've been seeing for late. Everyone in the Commonwealth needs to get over the idea that you just have to just obey the law. If the laws are there to suppress you and cause you to do bodily harm to yourself, those laws are illegal. And you don't have to obey them, and you shouldn't obey them. They can bring whatever police force they want. Think about this for one minute. How many people are in Australia? What, 22, 25 million? 25 million to how many policemen? I think you'd win the battle. Same in Canada. How many, you know, how many, uh, how many people do we have in this country? Probably about 28 million, to be precise. How many law enforcement agencies do you think we have here? I think we'd win the battle. I think we'd win the battle. You know, you don't have to fight. You don't have to raise a Just don't go into work. They can do whatever they want. And again, let's say they do somehow force you to go into work. Just sit on the floor. Remember Martin Luther King, he had a nonviolent approach, right? So anytime they tried to do anything, they would just sit down. They wouldn't do anything. Police would come and pick them up and move them away, but they wouldn't do anything. You don't have to work. Break that fucking program in your head. They are telling you to commit suicide. They are trying to enforce a suicide mentality on you. Walk across, walk over the cliff because we told you to. You have to understand, you don't have to obey a bad law. Anything that's going to cause you to hurt yourself or to uh, impose some kind of pain or violation. I'm going to play something a, a congressman said with the Twitter. Oh, she's pissed. She was pissed. She and she has and she had attitude. These are the type of women you don't want to f with. I mean, really, you don't want to f with. I mean, they're pretty good women, pretty good people most of the time. But when you cross the line with them. Ho, ho, ho. They will kick your ass and laugh at you while they're doing it. <laughs> All right, let me get to some of the questions. Tony, I was watching a documentary. We used to have huge trees that were made of silicon. People to uh, pass mine the, the trees and they produce quartz under the roots. Uh, we were once 
I don't even know that's true or not. I've, I've read some stuff. We're not even carbon-based. This is the other insane thing that about it. We're not even carbon-based. Almost every bodily function we have in our bodies is protein. Okay, the sugar that we have, basically, this is where they're getting this idea that we're a carbon-based life form because of the sugars that we have in our body. But we're not, you look at your body physiologically, then, let me put it to you this way. When you eat sugar, you wind up with health issues. When you eat protein, you wind up with no health issues. What does that tell you? Most of the shit that we've been, again, hearing is just what it is, bullshit. You know, when I treat people, I don't treat them with sugar. I treat them with protein or I treat them with minerals, you know, elements. Uh, and I don't mean treat them. Basically, I supply them what they need for their bodies to repair. Rarely do I use any sugar, if at all. In fact, everything I tell you to not eat is sugar-based or carbon-based. No bread, no pasta, no rice, no cereal, no oatmeal, no barley, no buckwheat, no quinoa. You know, no, no cereal of any kind, no grain of any kind. These are all carbon. If that was true, what they're saying about us being carbon-based, and these are the foods we should be eating that would keep us in optimal health, but they don't. They don't. Now, if I give you a dairy product, fermented dairy, or, or a dairy product straight from the tit, you benefit dramatically. It's when you mix these grains with those proteins is when you have problems. So when you eliminate the one and you give yourself a couple weeks for it to start to clear up, you'll find that you'll be able to drink the dairy or eat the dairy. I just meant over years where people were lactose intolerant from the milk, I get them off of all the grains, all the high glycemic sugar fruits, no bananas, no grapes, no dates, no raisins, no watermelon. You know what? They can take the milk. They can drink the milk. They can eat the yogurt. They can eat the mushlanka. They can eat the kefir. No problem. It's when you mix these sugars with the, the protein is when you have problem. And the, way, and the way they're processing our foods today, it's the process that's causing the health issues. And it's the additives that's causing the health issues, not even the dairy that's causing it. And, and it wouldn't be the, the breads themselves would not cause health issues, even the so-called gluten issue. The gluten issue is because they genetically engineered the protein. If the gluten issue was the same as it was 50, 60, 70 years ago, you wouldn't have a problem with it either. So, I mean, they weaponized the food supply. Okay. Um, that's why we die sort of these days. That's why they use uh, the air quality was amazing. Yeah, again, environment is everything. Environment is everything. And your epigenetics will affect your genetic code. It's everything. I said this to my friends and family years ago. The system works because we are the... Yep. Yep. If we, as the mechanism, all of a sudden shut down the gears, guess what? They're effed. All these billionaires would lose their ass. Their money is tied up in the stock market. The stock market is where their money makes money. They don't have to work for it. They just invest the corporations and companies profit. They take a percentage of that profit and they add it to their wealth. If everybody quit working, Nobody worked. Nobody drove taxi, bus, nothing. You know, that would make a big, big difference. Uh, like a strike, yeah. But basically, no negotiating until they meet our demands. That's what happened back in the 60s when they 
went on strike. The automobile went on strike. They didn't give a shit. They were willing to lose everything. And you know what? We're going to lose everything anyway. Isn't the thing with these assholes, you're going to have nothing and be happy? Really? I've had nothing in my life. Wasn't very happy. Matter of fact, it wasn't very content. What it did, though, is it made me hungry to go get something. You know. Yeah, a world sit-in. That would stop this WEF horseshit. Imagine the stocks that Bill Gates has goes down to zero. Imagine the stocks that Klaus Schwab has and the whole WEF group have go down to zero. They'd be, they would be the common man again. Not some alliance that because they've got money, they're special. You know what would happen then? Then they would be subjected to the same treatment that they've been imposing on other people. They'd have to get all the shots. They'd have to take all the, and eat all the shit that everybody else is eating. Um, well, you know what? Who's That may be true to some level, but they don't have AI incorporated in everything yet. But if everybody decided not to comply, not to go to work, not to do anything, they still don't have AI in buses. They still don't have AI in taxis. They still don't have AI in, in the transportation. Not yet. Okay. They don't have these things yet. And you can force them to sign into law, into law, that they cannot impose anything ex from external forces or internal ones. And the next thing to do is to break all treaties with the, with the UN. The UN is nothing but a mob organization with the head of the, head of the uh, mobsters all get together to decide whatever bullshit they want to do. So we're only 10% of the whole society. Everyone around me are excited about the new vaccine, literally. Yeah, I get that. I get that. But I'm not worried about them because they're going to be dead anyway. But these shots, you know, these people that are just, like I said, walking off the cliff. <laughs> Don't worry about them. They're not going to be around much longer. You know, so... Uh, uh, well, there is a new vaccine. Well, that's what I mean. This is never going to stop. This is a bioweapon that they're introducing to the, uh, to the whole of mankind. So if we continue just to, you know, accept this bullshit, as long as we keep working to make them rich, to make them whatever, to keep them in a, a false sense of power, uh, you know, this is never going to stop. So, um, I see those damn flags everywhere. People don't learn. They have been engineering consent for over 100. Yep, for sure. See, I'm trying to get caught up here on all this stuff here. The government created fear. People feared death. That's why many took the jab. I met many idiots who said they, they took the jab because they didn't want to die. It's quite, it's quite sad, actually. Well... I had a woman, when I went into a Canadian tire store, I told the story once before, and she said, said I asked her if she needed any help because she was bent over. I figured I'd help her pick up whatever. And she said, no, no, no. And she reached her shirt saying six feet, the, you know, the six feet distancing. And I said to her, lady, today's a good day to die. Her eyes popped up. I said, that's what the Klingons used to say on Star Trek. Today is a good day to die, you know. So I don't want to die today. He says, why not? Any day is, every day is a good day to die. 
today, tomorrow. We have no choice over that. Six feet or no six feet, you can die tomorrow, today, right in, right now, you know, whatever. So, you know, uh, the like I said, you know, and that's the mentality people don't realize. You take these shots and you're dying. And a lot of them do not want to recognize the fact that they took these shots and they're and they're and the cause of their ill health and their and their imbalances that they're having is because of these shots. You know, um, uh, and if you had, uh, yeah. Well, they they also they also pushed for a long time. Be all that you can be. You know, go for the gusto, uh, live life to its fullest. So they got that thing going on as well. Uh, you almost don't want to feel sorry for them for being so stupid to take the jab. But then I realized most of the people were brainwashed victims. Yeah, but you know what? That may be true and that's still true. But you know what? The onus is really on everybody. And there's enough information floating around on the Internet you know, on both sides of the camp where people can look at. It's all a matter of, it, I think it was more of a matter of convenience because people have gotten so used to having uh, everything uh, in a, as a sense of convenience, right? You can go online and do your shopping. You can, you know, drive down the road and use a credit card. You don't, uh, you can have your check now put into your bank account. This is so such bullshit. It's all tracking. People don't realize it's all tracking. But this is what that everybody falling for is convenience. Even when I change my password on my email, they're always asking for a cell phone. Since I don't have one, I don't give them any. You know, major people, friends are angry. They got the jab. They resent us because we told them not to get the jab. They got fooled. We didn't. Exactly. What supplement method can you use to increase implantation? For the egg to get pregnant, asking for a friend. Um, just reading the other day, usually wheat germ oil will help and salt palmetto will also help. There was uh, something about salt palmetto. Actually, uh, people who have weak hormonal um, dispositions, the salt palmetto had a way of uh, improving the uh, and strengthening the, uh, the hormones. And that's one of the things that they actually did use for fertility. I was just reading that yesterday, actually. I was really surprised to see that. Um, but wheat germ oil is the other thing. Now, again, whether that'll work or not, I don't know for sure. Some, most of the time it does work, but there's times it doesn't, you know. Um, I've constant itchy ears. I've been doing the detox salt baths and, uh, with Terp and completed a 30-day it's help, but not solve any situation. Well, uh, it may, you may have to repeat this. You're dealing with synthetic biology. Okay. Synthetic biology is in the air. Synthetic biology is in the food you're eating. So every time you do a detox, doesn't mean you're going to fix it right away because you're reloading every day. This is something a lot of you got to start thinking. You're in 2023. They're spraying the skies every freaking day. Nanites are everywhere. You're eating the shit. You're drinking the shit. You're bathing in the shit. So you got to start realizing that this is not going to take a, there's not going to be a quickie here. There's nothing going to be fixed that quick. Nothing. Because of the constant reloading that you're dealing with. And in today's show, there's going to be a nano basics for everybody to read. 
So you actually understand what you're dealing with because some of you do not have not the capacity to perceive what I'm talking about. So I finally found a document that will help a lot of you not just perceive it, but actually read it. You know, um, some of these people smell really bad. Yeah, well, they're dying. What do you want? Uh, okay, let me start off playing some stuff here because I think y'all need to hear this. This is from a congressman or congresswoman. She's pissed. I mean, she's really pissed. Anyway, I'm going to play this. Hold on. Ross, you are no stranger to conspiracies and their real-world consequences. If you don't mind, can you please describe for the committee how the release of the so-called Twitter files has affected your personal safety? Thank you for the question, Congresswoman. The Twitter files, I would note first and foremost, didn't just affect me, but affected much more junior employees at Twitter. Employees as far away as Manila in the Philippines were doxxed, had their families threatened, and experienced harm equal to or, or greater than what I've experienced. And following the Daily Mail's decision to publish where I live, ultimately I had to leave my home and sell it. Those are the consequences for this type of online harassment and speech. Oh, that's that. I must say, those are very real consequences. Thank you, Mr. Chairman. The Twitter files were not just about Hunter Biden's laptop. Twitter worked overtime to suppress accurate COVID information. Apparently, the views of a Stanford doctor are disinformation to you people. I, along with many Americans, have long-term effects from COVID. Not only was I a long hauler, but I have effects from the vaccine. It wasn't the first shot, but it was the second shot that I now developed asthma that has never gone away since I had the second shot. I have tremors in my left hand, and I have the occasional heart pain that no doctor can explain, and I've had a battery of tests. I have great regrets about getting the shot because of the health issues that I now have that I don't think are ever going to go away. Where did you go to medical school? I did not go to medical school. I'm sorry. I did not go to medical school. That's what I thought. Why do you think you or anyone else at Twitter have the medical expertise to censor a doctor's expert opinion? Our policies regarding COVID were designed to individuals we were seeing you guys censored harvard educated doctors stanford educated doctors doctors that are educated in the best places in the world and you silence those voices you're not a doctor right miss gaddy no i'm not okay what makes you think you or anyone else on twitter have the medical expertise to censor actual accurate cdc data I'm not familiar with these particular situations. Yeah, I'm sure you're not. It's not just about the laptop. This is about medical advice that expert doctors were trying to give Americans because social media companies like Twitter were silencing their voices. Did the U.S. government ever contact you or anyone at Twitter to pressure Twitter to moderate or censor certain tweets? Yes or no? We have a program did the u.s government ever contact you or anyone at twitter to censor or moderate certain tweets yes or no we receive legal demands to remove content from the platform from the u.s government and governments all around the world thank god for matt taibbi thank god for elon musk for allowing to show us in the world that twitter was basically a subsidiary of the fbi ross <laughs> well what do you know can you imagine that? Twitter being the subsidiary of the FBI and telling Twitter to censor the information that was coming out that doctors who 
Well, I remember the very beginning. I remember the very beginning. There was a university in California that went to look, find the corona, coronavirus, the corona bonona. They were one of the most upstanding universities in the country. They sent their findings to seven other major universities throughout the United States. Nobody could find this corona. Nobody. Most sophisticated equipment in the world they had, all these universities, and couldn't find the damn thing. You guys remember that? I do. I spoke about it at the very beginning. Not one of them could find it. And the guy said, there is no corona. This is just a flu. How that one snuck by, I don't know. But I had, it's a, if you go all the way back three years to these shows that I was doing on the pod, being, you'll find the data there. You can go back three years and everything I'm saying can be backed up. And here we got Twitter. Not just Twitter. Look at YouTube. Everybody should be boycotting that fucking thing. You know, I got my stuff on there. The only reason I left it on there is primarily because people are still accessing those files. But you, but I, they've already taken three of my videos now. Now, one of them being the copper video and the other one being the turpentine video because it didn't meet their freaking criteria. Freedom of speech, right? Freedom of speech. Pretty much out the door, the way it's going. But nobody could find the damn thing. It's just, it was nothing but a flu. That's all it was. And they came out with this bullshit at, you know, what they call the flu season. And remember the two-week curve and all that bullshit. Here, the, the government is telling these platforms to censor information. To not, with, to withhold any disclosure. Like I said, some things did get by in the very beginning. I never bought into it, ever. I never wore a mask. I never wore those, those uh, condoms on my hand. I never used any kind of solution to uh, when I went into the store. Man, people would freak out. I'd walk in, get my shit, and walk out. You know, today, you see a lot of people don't, not wearing them anymore. But you still see the odd idiot, you know. Um, well, just send me an Okay, is it Fiki or Folk? Folk Cornels, just send me an email. That's all. Send me an email and you'll be put on the mailing list so that, you know, you can, uh, so you can get the, uh, the whatever, the show, the show in advancement if I ever get it done right properly. But again, here we are. Here we are. You know, uh, yeah, I, again, here we are. Three years later, where were these people three years ago? All these people died for nothing. For nothing. And the governments are not being held responsible for the misinformation that they that they allowed to be released. You know, um, it's amazing. Uh, not just YouTube either. F Facebook's another one. Why is everybody still on Facebook? People send me stuff all the time. You got to go to Facebook. I go to Facebook. I can't access it. 
Ryan Beck, I can't access Facebook. You know, if it's BitChute, Rumble, these are the places we should be supporting that are allowing freedom of speech for now anyway. Uh, do you recommend lemon, lemonade plus three to four drops of DMSO or SCS for silica detox removal? You're going to have to go through some. Uh, it's a process, bud. I mean, I'm not sure what you're trying to say here. I mean, are you gonna are you gonna be doing this for a period of time? How you how are you are you gonna do this like on a weekend thing? I mean, when you're doing a detox, okay, usually you're um, eliminating eating or minimizing your eating, or and again you're doing it before going to bed, kind of thing, or you're doing it on the weekends where you're eating lighter foods like soups or or, or liquid diet kind of thing, so that your body has a chance to flush stuff out. Um, if you're doing something like that, yeah, you should, you might be able to get away with it. I mean, three or four drops of DMSO or, uh, doing an SCS, a mix, boom, like say Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and then going back to your normal routine, but make sure even with the DMSO, you, uh, take fermented dairy and you do your, uh, um, uh, electrolytes. Yeah. The vaccine people now shedding. Yeah. That's what I mean. The, 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 they, they are the pandemic now. They turned them into a weapon. Well, I mean, having sex, that's not a priority today, really, you know, unless you got a partner that you're going to be with that isn't vaccinated and it's going to be, and it's going to stay that way. Um, they censor someone, you have to ask, what are they saying that they fear? What happened? To, well, that's what I'm saying. You, you, um, you, um, you may not even know they're being censored. You go looking for their stuff and all of a sudden you can't find it, you know. Uh, it's amazing. Okay, let me go. To, let me get, pull up another another thing here. Let's see which one this is. Uh, is this one? Oh no, that that one's in another language. So that one. Works. Okay, I'm gonna let you listen to something about AI. Well, maybe not. Hold on. Let me see. There was something else I wanted to play. Okay, I'm gonna play this. This is for. So this is this is for Oh Canada. Okay. Oh, Canada, pay attention here. Okay. And as well, and the rest of the Commonwealth tune in on this because if they're going to do, see, this is what happens. They're, they're playing teeter totter here. You're on one side of the planet. So today you're up on the teeter totter and we're on this side of the planet. We're down on the teeter totter tomorrow. We're up on the teeter totter and you're down on it because they're using us to bring in this bullshit. All right, I'm going to play this. This is for, and again, the rest of the world should hear this as well because if they're going to do it to these uh, Commonwealth countries that they're using as a prototype to ins institute this horseshit that they want to bring in, then perhaps you may want to take note. Okay, that's why I said the best way to fight this is do absolutely nothing. Don't go to work. Don't do anything. Nothing. Even if an AI builds something in a factory, it has to be able to transport it somewhere. And again, if that causes a major collapse in the stock market, these so-called billionaires will go bust. Anyway, hold on. Here we go. Here we go.
Pay attention. Pay attention. So this is a bit of an emergency broadcast regarding the digital IDs. Yesterday in Canada, Justin Trudeau met with all of our provincial premiers and basically told them that we will not be able to get funding for our health care unless the premiers agree to the digital IDs. I will show all the proof. Now, those of you who think that digital IDs are great, they are not. Let me show you what, the, what these digital IDs will actually entail when it comes to control. Here's an overview basically of everything that will be included in the digital IDs. This can be found on the WEF website and also on all of the provincial and government websites. You will have healthcare. You will not be able to access any healthcare without this digital ID. Financial system. You will actually not even be able to carry out bank accounts or carry out anything online regarding financial transactions. Food and sustainability. This says for farmers and consumers, you will not be able to get into stores. You will not be able to even sell um, anywhere. Once they have this system in place, this is where the digital currency will come in. Travel and mobility. We saw that with the Arrive Scam app. Um, humanitarian responses, which is basically just garbage. It's in case something happens, they will be able to track and find you, um, including if you don't want anything injected in your body. E-commerce, you will not be able to shop online. Then you have social media platforms. You will literally need this ID in order to get TikTok, Twitter, or Facebook. No more fake accounts. You have e-government. So if you want your taxes done, any sort of benefits from there, you will need this. Then it gets even scarier. Telecommunications, you will not be able to actually get an internet provider without this digital ID, and they will be able to track you. And then up there, you have smart cities, and we all know what those are. Those of you who think I'm lying, here's the federal condition. In order for us to access our money, our tax money, this is basically a hostage situation of our tax money. And what you will see is instigators, government instigators under Twitter, under Justin Trudeau, that basically say we need to push our provincial um, governments to, you know, get the money so that we can spend it better. No, we don't. We actually need to call our provincial governments right now, today and tomorrow and every single day until they scrap this digital ID. They cannot pass this without our approval. So I need everybody in Canada to call your provincial governments and literally tell them that this is not going to happen. If we need to privatize, if we need to somehow get into a different system of healthcare, we need to do that. As for everyone in the United States, you're kind of lucky because um, your healthcare is privatized. There's also a lot more internet providers, some that will not go along with it because of capitalism. So your money is actually speaking a lot um, louder in the United States, but Canada, this is coming down the pipeline and it's coming down the pipeline fast and we need to act. All righty. This is going to be all the way across the Commonwealth. UK, South Africa, New Zealand, the Caribbean, Australia, Canada, even the US. Even what she's saying with the um, internet providers, they are, they're also regulated down there. I live down there. And depending on what state you're in, uh, a lot of the internet there is it, it sucks by comparison. So um, the Dutch farmers are organizing the biggest protest in Holland has ever faced. Hopefully the, the police will not shoot on farmers as previous. Uh, well, you know what? If, if, you, if you're in the Netherlands, send me any information you have of what's going on there so I can post it and bring it into the show so everybody has an idea. Right now I'm talking about Canada because right now Canada's getting it up the R sideways, you know, just digital ID bullshit. This is the mark of the beast. 
this is the mark of the beast, pr pretty much, you know. And this, the next step will be to tag people if they haven't already got that going. Some parts of Europe, they're already, they're already at that point. That's what I'm saying. In order to stop this, if the farmers quit working field, if the automotive industry quits building cars, if, um, yeah, thank you. I would appreciate it. You know, keep me updated because this is what we need. I need to know what's going on in Germany. The rest of the world needs to know what's going on in Germany, the Netherlands, uh, Belgium, Switzerland, Sweden, France, uh, UK, Italy, you know, Yugoslavia or whatever they're calling it today, Hungary, Poland, Lithuania, you know, uh, Bulgaria, Romania. You know, we know we all know the bullshit going on in the Ukraine, the the, the uh, war games that they're having over there. You know, and they're making money with that shit. Uh, so again, you know, we need to get on board with get, keeping everybody informed. They want to produce a one world government. Okay, well we'll give them that, so we will all be connected together, seeing how they're trying to screw. And if they screw one country, you know that's going to have a domino effect on the rest of the world. You know, the Caribbean, we don't know what's really going on. They're even kind of quiet. But sooner or later, something's going to pop out of there. That's also part of the, the uh, you know. And the other thing about the Commonwealth we need to understand, too, we need to get rid of a monarchy. Why do we need a monarchy to centralize the Commonwealth? Why? Think about that for one minute. We're basically supplying a welfare, a family that's on welfare, living off the sweat and backs of the, com the people of the Commonwealth. We're paying a tax revenue to, for them to do what? To come down and look pretty and drive their golden uh, Rolls-Royce? Really? How many, how many people down in New Zealand don't have enough money to eat or whatever? Don't have enough to do anything because of the level of poverty there. And the social programs you have there barely keeps you alive. That money should be better spent to, again, develop some kind of uh, economy down there that is basically indigenous to New Zealand. Not that it's depending on everybody else. I just read this week that Australia signed, you know, they kissed and made up with China. Now they're sending Australian coal to China. <laughs> See what I mean? China was hurting. They needed that coal. Riots in Liverpool over immigrants. In, yeah, I've seen that uh, too with the Ukrainians over there. So I realize the government is not in charge, the UN and who. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Do so I know that, that spooky devices are harmful? Do you think Tesla's violet ozone ray frequency device will help me against that? No. Uh, no. Um, all right, I'm going to play another video. Okay, this is again for all Canada. You know, I want you to hear it from a native perspective. Those of you down in New Zealand and, and Australia, where you have the Aborigines and the Maori, they need to hear this. They probably already know this shit already. You probably have the same crap happened down there they have, uh, have up here. You know, they've been put on a reservation, so to speak. Hold on, let me see if I can find the video real quick. Okay, here we go. Give me one second. Pay attention. Pay attention. Okay, here we go. City districts. Let's be honest. 
ain't nothing but a fucking reservation for you people and your children. The indoctrination at school ain't nothing but a fucking residential school. The spirit of it. If you leave your reservation, you'll need a pink card, just like we used to. But it's going to be a permit. And if you decide to drive away, they're going to shut down your vehicle. That's exactly what they instilled in law with Biden. Kill switches on your vehicle. Okay? You will own nothing, just like we do in reservations. We have housing, but we don't own them. Was the reservation the chief of council system? The Indian agents, just like us, are chief of councils, are your leaders, and they will instill more fucking laws against you. If you say anything in regards to anything at all, the army will show up, just like they did for us. And that means the cops will show up at your door. In 1980s, I remember standing in line from kindergarten all the way to grade 12, getting administered the flu vaccine shots. Everybody had to fucking take them, and we never had no, you know, uh, parents' permission. And that's what they're trying to fucking do with you guys today. You won't be able to have rights over your child. So that's what's that's what's going to happen. It doesn't matter what you do right now. Doesn't matter which way you guys vote. You guys think you have this fucking false fucking narrative that you guys, your guys' votes mean anything. A red and blue fucking little check mark on both sides of that vote is still the same fucking button that's wired together. So you guys are lost. Our chief of council systems that we have are instilled by the Commonwealth that are underneath the Indian Act. The same fucking policies and the same fucking bullshit. You wonder why our reservations look like shit? It's the Indian Act. Imagine that. I've been telling you that for a while, that the chiefs are just as bad as the politicians that we have here. They're What they're doing, again, Pay attention, Commonwealth. Pay attention, Canada. What they're doing is they're amalgamating the welfare system and putting it under tighter control. That's all they're doing. You have two welfare systems in this country. Those for the those are uh, in the mainstream and those on the reserve. Same shit. Same you know. Same watch. Same exact time. Same exact ch- uh, channel. Same exact policies. Except the natives don't have, they have less rights, that's all. In the, in the, in the caste system that we have, they're at the very bottom of the totem pole, pardon the pun. They've got nothing. Uh, what was it, three months ago, the RCMP uh, came in on native lands in Manitoba? without any warrant or any due process, just violated their rights. You ain't going to have any rights under this digital bullshit. All the things I'm saying today, right now, up the way will be considered some kind of illegal whatever. You know, uh, not just conspiracy, it may be a terrorist. This may be considered terrorist language because you're telling the truth. Okay, you're telling the truth. We don't listen. We are all going to die one day. All of us. Every fucking one of us are going to die one day. 
We're nothing but slaves and fodder to these billionaires. That's all we are. We're just a, a cog in the wheel. One day we are all going to die, period. Whether it's today, tomorrow, or 20 years from now, 30 years, God determines that day. There's no force on the planet that can kill you if God doesn't want you dead. And there's no force on the planet that can stop you from dying if God wants you to die. That's how it rolls. That's life, period. It has a beginning, it has a middle, and it has an end. Thank God for the end. So like I said, if you do nothing, you are complicit to this bullshit. And if you do nothing, then you deserve what you get. If you do not stand for nothing, you'll get absolutely that, nothing. And they'll keep on steamrolling you until there's nothing left. You know. Uh, oh, no, are you kidding me? That's the biggest farce and bullshit you'll ever. Again, Canada is an illusion. Canadians haven't figured this out yet, but Canada is an illusion. It's nothing but a lab, an experiment, an experimental lab to try different shit on the people up here. When that war ended, the Second World War ended, all the people from the, from Europe came to the to across the Atlantic with this idea of the, this dream that was fabricated. All they did was just come into a a, a mode of slavery. The only difference was at the time that the slaves were given at least a little bit more than a crumb. They were given a, a slice of bread rather than the whole loaf. Today, you don't even get a slice. You get a crumb, and that crumb is genetically engineered. Uh, so, And years ago, from what I've read anyway in the history of the natives, the natives couldn't even leave the reservation unless they had permission. These are, these are Canadians. This is in Canada. This is in Canada. Okay, they had to get permission to leave the reservation and then they had to tell them how long they were going to be gone and they had to be back by that time or they'd go looking for them to arrest them. In Canada. Imagine that. Imagine that. So, you know, and the reservations, again, should be in better shapes than they're in. But the chiefs get the money and give, again, a crumb to the, to the tribe. And not all chiefs may be corrupt, but for the most part, they are. every clan's mother that I've talked to or every native that I've ever had an encounter, they tell me some stories. It's like, holy shit. But you don't hear about these stories. Okay, it's not on the news. It's not on the news that the federal government is fucking them as well. It's not on the news how they're forcing them, like he just said, to line up and get these jabs. They're still being exploited and experimented on to this very day. Now it's happening to everybody else. Okay. Like I said, I've had my fill of stuff because now I'm going to have to disrupt my life in order to be able to survive something I shouldn't have to be doing. You know, and... It's not just me I'm thinking about. I'm looking at a generation after me. They don't have enough fucking brains to, to create a spark. They don't even have two brain cells that can create an electrical impulse. They will be sucked into a vortex that they'll never get out of, you know. Uh, yeah, I've seen Teteria. I've, I've read about it. Yeah, 
That was the, that was a, the reset before this one. You can actually take a look at some of it. Uh, go on YouTube and type in Metropolis 1927, and you'll see part of Tartaria then. And when you look at it, it's the same shit, same exact crap we're doing, doing right now. Right now. Um, so, um, um, and I want to talk about this chat thing too. You know, this new thing, this new new AI that can do all kinds of shit. This is going to be the enchilada of bullshit and bullshittery. You know, the Bible says in the last days, even the elect might be deceived. Because now they have a system in place, an artificial intelligence that could fool just about anybody. It can create just about anything, give you any kind of information you're looking for, and some of it is just bullshit. But if you get used to relying on a machine to do, uh, to do your thinking, to do your whatever, Ho, ho, ho. And away you go. You're going to be F beyond all recognition. It's called FUBAR. I'm going to play a little something for you on that too. I want you to understand we are in a fucking war. And they have the toys and the bells and the whistles. But those toys, bells, and whistles can only work if we continue to support their bullshit. That's how it works. That's how it works. And if you continue to support their bullshit, you are going to be the one that suffers in the long run because it's you that they're going to violate on every level. The reason why they want to continue these damn shots because they have a new set of bioweaponry bio they want to try. Um, so again, that's all this is about too. Uh, some say to was the millennial kingdom of Christ. I'm skeptical. What's your thoughts? Have you heard of this? Uh, it said we are in Satan's little season, possibly due to the acceleration of evil and AI takeover. Not sure what to think. Um, there's been a lot of different themes on that, that we are living. The millennial age ended, and we are now in the... Um, Dark Ages are the Satanic Ages. Satan now has to rise for Christ to come back. And those who are left uh, standing, uh, he's coming back to get them, to get them out of here. Now, if you read the book of Thessalonians, there's some implication that Jesus had already been, been here. And, and there is another theory that in every reset... Christ has returned to grab his people. So there's another thought on that. Now, whether all this is true or not, I really don't know. Uh, it sounds plausible and reasonable, but I do not know for sure. All I do know at this point in the game that everything that we are seeing in this time has happened time and time and time again. It's been the recycling of the same shit over and over again. The only difference is this time around, we have an artificial intelligence that has been here before. It's not the first time AI has been here. And every time God has had to intercede, it's the same thing that happened in the days of Noah. When they started fucking around with genetics, they started, they started neuralinking mankind, uh, yoking mankind into a, um, a network slavery. 
That was all being controlled by artificial intelligence. Even back then, what they call the, uh, um, uh, what's that term now? Uh, the effect. What the hell is that called now? Starts with an M. Anyway, that was all AI. And when you, when you pay attention to Tartaria and you start looking at what they were doing back then, even with free energy and collecting energy from the sky, it's, we're doing the same thing today. You go back to 1920 and look at 2020, no difference. We're on a cycle that seems to be an endless, perpetuating insanity. Same shit, different time. You know, we're, we're just, again, our ancestors went through it. We're now going through it, you know. Um, uh, so... So we're going here. Where you are. Okay, let me play this other thing here. I want you to pay attention to this because this is where I, and I'm saying this, I don't care if you're Islamic. I don't care if you're Judaic. I don't care if you're Christian, born again or otherwise. You know, you believe, you're a believer in Jesus. I want you all to pay attention here because this is the fuckery of the century coming to pipe. And again, this is salt of the earth English. Now we all understand what I'm saying. There's no question about what I'm talking about here. Okay. Um, you, this is what you're going to have to pay attention to because the bullshit is about to get murkier. And you better be on your game here. You know, you know, whatever version of the Bible you're reading, I, I use the Geneva or the King James and, uh, and I will use the Amplified. Sometimes I get different scripture. And I notice that too. I get these scriptures sent to me in my email. So I read these scriptures based, I forget what version they're using. So then I'll go check the Geneva and the King James. I'll tell you, some of the stuff doesn't, woo, they're, they're like uh, miles apart. What they're, um, how it's written, and I wouldn't be a bit surprised if it's AI doing this. Interpreting the Bible in the way a mechanical device would interpret it. And when you actually read the scriptural references. So let me play this as well. Um, uh, yeah. Give me a second here. Let me find this real quick. Because again, I think it's important that we pay attention to this. Uh, nope. Nope. Where'd it go? Aha! Here we go. Pay attention to this. This is Doc, this is um, Glenn Beck. I was listening to him because I've been following this AI thing and as well. He's now whether you like him or not, he's dead on here. Very dead on. Pay attention. Sometimes some of the people that we don't like sometimes speak. There's a lot of people I don't like. I will listen sometimes if they are speaking the truth, and I will. Uh, you know, I will put their stuff up, but generally speaking, most of the time, I, I don't bother. But here we go. Pay attention. Pay attention. Pay attention. Here we go. I want to bring in Glenn back. His newest special is coming up right after this show, 9 p.m. Eastern tonight on Blaze TV. It's The AI Revolution is Here. How Machines Will Transform Your Entire World. <laughs> Make sure to... Uh, I thought it said Tech Tranny there for a second. It does look like Tech Tranny. Yeah, it's, uh, it would be a bad name for the, the, today. That show. was the initial title for Ads. Yeah. Gonna, <laughs> was it? Uh, yeah. <laughs> <a> tech Tranny. 
Uh, welcome to the program. You've got a big AI special coming. I, I was like, should I talk to you about the State of the Union thing? But we talked about it on radio. Yeah. And honestly, I would like to just replace the State of the Union with like chat GBT, just turning out some text because it would be more productive. Woodrow Wilson, another reason to hate him. He's the one. It was a letter in the Constitution. The president just needs to send a letter to Congress, just says, hey, this is where I think the country is, the State of the Union. Woodrow Wilson made it into a campaign thing and, you know, up the prestige uh, prestige yeah. of the president and get the press involved and everybody excited. It, it is truly the Oscars for ugly people. Yes, it really is. And they, if I remember right, the Constitution lays it out as like it, regular updates. It doesn't even say annual. No. It's just like, hey, every once in a while, shoot a letter over to us, let us know how things are yeah. going. Like that was right. basically it. I mean, oh. it's an experiment in self-governance. Right? It would make sense that you'd only need an occasional update from the president. Why has our country gone so astray, Glenn? It's Woodrow Wilson. Okay. I think we started there. <laughs> Very true. Yeah. Right, you want to talk about the AI thing, because that is, uh, it's been a big focus of the show all week. You have the, the, the big program on Glenn TV tonight. Um, I, it's funny. You've been talking about this forever. We talked about uh, on radio today the conversation that we had in, like, I don't know, 98, 99. Where this week a rip. About how you wouldn't be able to believe your eyes and how uh, things were going to be changing. And that stuff is really playing out now. I mean, we're actually yeah. past a lot of the stuff that you were talking I remember, about back then. I remember talking. I forgot about you wouldn't believe your eyes. Where I said you will, they will be able to manipulate video so well that actors won't have to act anymore. Did you see what's happening in Hollywood? They are now signing contracts yeah. that give their likeness and their voice to the studio. Um, don't sign that contract. Don't sign that. Contract. Don't sign, don't that, sign contract. that contract. Um, but anyway, um, we are at the place now where the fun and exciting stuff is going to start happening where you're like, oh my gosh, we can do what? But this is also the point to where all of the very frightening things are also tied into that. And it just depends on whether we can control it or it controls us. More importantly, if we are prepared, you know, um, when I talked in 2016 about Sometime in the 2020s, trucking, transportation, that industry will be over, over. I don't think people really understood it. it so it's, that still seems far off. It's not. It's three to five years. Three to five years. It's meaning we'll have uh, self-driving vehicles and we'll have, hire people. Yeah, you'll stuff. have self-driving trucks. It will be a transition, but by 2030, it's done. It's done. Um as I said on the air today, I was talking to a uh, guy who's just going into college, and I said, so what are you going to take? And he said, oh, I'm going to take computer science. You know, I want to be a programmer because the jobs are going to be, you know, really there. And I said, hmm. hurry, because in five years, those, those will not be jobs because of machine learning. You're, you're, you now have chat GPT. ChatGPT is all machine learning, and it's teaching itself. And then when it's right, it we will say, um, we want another one, and it will create another version of it. You'll be able to go to ChatGPT and say, I want a website that does this, 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 has the look of this, 
can merchandise this and this and all these features. You tell it, it will create it. It will create a hundred of them. And then you pick, okay, I want that one. So if you're a web designer or it's over. Like, what are you going to do? It's over. We're, yeah. This is, and it's happening really fast. Yeah. So what you have to really, the, the, the thinkers, I remember I read uh, a story back in the 90s, two stories that stuck with me. I wish I would have saved them. Um, but the first one was, what happens to a country that is built on ownership when no one owns anything? It's all rented. Okay? That is here now. We're moving in that direction. You'll own nothing and you'll be happy. World Economic Forum. Right. Mm -hmm. Have you heard anyone actually have a philosophical conversation on what impact does that have on future generations when you don't have pride of ownership? Okay, Because mm -hmm. that's who we are. We came here so we could own our own piece of land. It's mine. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and the other one uh, was um, uh, free will. What, what does it do? when you are being manipulated by AI um, and you don't really know it, you don't know, did I just make that choice? Did I come up with that or was I nudged into that? By 2030, they believe, we will have an end to the understanding of free will. Those are just two things, two. It's going to come now. We are, we are, you know, I said, you know, we're walking up to the door. We're now halfway through the threshold. We're into the house now. Okay. And once you're in the house, everything changes by, by 2020, I think I'm bad at timing. I've been strangely accurate on this stuff, but, um, sometime before 2030, you will not be able to keep up with the changes. Every day, you will start hearing things. You'll be like, wait a minute, what? We can do what? This does what? And it's happening already. It's happening. But it's it's going to take the last 10, 15 years. Imagine this po politically. It's going to take our life of what you've lived and experienced in the last 15 years <laughs> and push it into a six-month to a year period. It's going to start happening so fast, it will be overwhelming. Um, schools have to change by fall. They have to change now by fall because ChatGPT. Yeah, the people are going to have their homework written, their essays written by ChatGPT. Right. Uh, do it in my hand. Did you see the video of the kid who took the ChatGPT and then took his handwriting and put it into ChatGPT, and then connected ChatGPT to a 3D printer, and it wrote out in his handwriting. So, and there's no algorithm that you can go and look at it and say, oh, well, that was written by ChatGPT. Right. Like, when we, this was a big thing with uh, with people stealing yes. stuff, like the, the old Joe Biden. Uh, yeah, that's over. That's over. That's over. Because you, people would, they had a detection, sort of like you could go and have these sites and you could detect, okay, this was obviously lifted from some other paper. Correct. That's not the way Correct. that ChatGPT works. It's all original. Right. And so you won't have an algorithm. And if you could come up with an algorithm to spot it, ChatGPT will develop an algorithm so you can't spot it. <sighs> I think, like, there's definitely a big economic uh, 
consequences here and there's societal consequences and cultural consequences but like i look at th think of something like politics and elections like you know we are already unable to tell what is true and what is not correct right we're already at that point where we you know half the country believes I mean, you know, we go back to this one. Forty-seven percent of Democrats believe 9/11 was an inside job when, Joe Biden, or when uh, George Bush was president. But like, you know, who's to say? I mean, we have to be on the very precipice of being able to to produce a convincing, legitimate video, lo looking video of Donald Trump saying the n-word backstage at some show remember this was rumored yeah, in 2020 absolutely. or 2016 campaign this is going to come out he said the n-word and it never came out because i don't think it exists correct but someone will do a deep fake of this and at the very least i'd be surprised i'm surprised that it hasn't happened yet yeah i'd be surprised if it didn't happen for the next election and maybe that's just because um right now you can still tell the algorithm you can still look and go deep fake okay what happens when you can't what I told you in 98, you will not believe your eyes or your ears. So you, we have to recalibrate. I mean, that was the thing that we discussed on radio today on ChatGPT. I asked the question of an expert. What does it mean that it is now our search engine, that Bing and Google are releasing it and they're combining it with a search engine? Because a search engine is pretty good. It gives me everything I need. No still requires you to look down and see which one this will get to know you get to know what you're looking for know the odds of the universe have complete access to the entire internet and in less than a second you know a fraction of a second you will ask it a question and it will give you customized for you a dissertation of what happened okay and you could say, it will know, I'm nine years old. So it will tell you what happened in the language of a nine-year-old. It will, it will adjust everything to you, which means you get one search result. And I might get another search result, but it'll be customized to me. But you won't necessarily know the sources. They'll give you the hyperlinks, I'm... I'm guessing hyperlinks to the sources on these things, maybe not, but you only will get what they provide as fact. So it's taking the human out of it. Right now you say, what was the name of that guy on that show back in the, remember, and it was, and somebody will Google it in and they'll say, oh, it's this. Nobody questions Google now. Nobody questions Google when it's presented as cut and dry fact. That's what the search engine will now become because of chat GPT. So what, how do you solve this? Because if, let's say there's a fake video out there, some candidate saying something terrible, it's not really real. I mean, my answer to that now would be to look around at trusted sources and try to determine, how, you know, did they have an expert that looked at it and could detect it? But like that, that, that layer goes away and those trusted sources are not really trusted anymore. How do you solve this? I've read a lot on this subject, obviously, for 30 years. Oh, yeah. And the only solution I have seen is to take action before it happens. So, like, we're in this very small window. Yeah, I've said this for a while. You know, we got it's a race to the finish line. 
which is going to get there first. Um, and uh, if if AI gets to the finish line first and it's in the wrong hands, um, there's there's really no way out except a Tower of Babel, you know, uh, an EMP, something like that. But if if AI is in control of all of our life and our highway system and our cars and it's all interconnected, imagine what a power outage does then. We become complete imbeciles because we, we don't know how to even search for answers. We don't know how to take two stories and go, well, that one says this and this one says this. You have a generation growing up on it. They don't know. They won't know how to do those things. I've had security for a very long time. And you remember what security used to be like in New York. It's different in Texas. Still have security. But when I was in New York for, what, eight years? I never went anywhere without at least one guy. Usually it was three, okay? Mm -hmm. I remember I came down to Texas in the first weekend. I was like, I'm going to the movies. Nobody's had to shoot me in the movies. I'm just going to go. I went to grab lunch someplace, and then I went to the movies. First time I had been without security in probably eight years, okay? Mm -hmm. Stu, uh, I was, uh, I, I don't even know how to describe it. I had lost the ability to sort through things. That noise means this. I don't have to pay attention to this. Everything yeah. was a threat because I had not thought of threat. And when I was in New York, I would look across the street, but I always had somebody either holding me out or pushing me. You know what I mean? Right. I always had somebody protecting so me yeah. this close. Yeah. And that's what this is going to do to all of us. Okay. It's, it's not protecting you. It's, you, you will lose these ability to ration, reason, think, research, even ask questions. You know, when you get the answer, we now, in our Google results, we'll get the answer and we'll go, yeah, but look at this story. Yeah, but look at this story. You get one. I'm seeing people use it already like that. A chat GPT said, blah, 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 blah. And it's like, wait a minute. We, and I, I, we've talked about this example. You know, I ran a dumb story about myself. And it had all sorts of mistakes. I started with Rush Limbaugh. I work at the Daily Caller. And all sorts of things that weren't true about me. But, like, if you're just searching this, you're going to see that and you're just going to assume it's true. And so what happens when that's out there and it's producing and I post that about you on my website mm -hmm. and somebody else gets the same information and they post that? Now, as it goes out for information on you, it's feeding on its own self, okay? The, the most disturbing story of the day in regards to this was the fact that people have already learned how to get around ChatGPT's hmm. um, uh, principles. It's not allowed to tell violent stories, write violent stories. It's not allowed to do anything that would be against the law. And they've already found a way to get it to, to give the formula for crystal math. Okay? It, it, it's writing violent stories. And they've tricked it. Now, here's the bad, pro the bad part. It learns. 
So if people are trying to constantly hack it and trick it, it will learn humans are not to be trusted. This You are in the beginning of a, a five-part miniseries that doesn't end well. Everything we do, we have to decide ethically now who we are, what is important, what is life, what can AI do, what should it never do, and codify it. And not only are we completely incapable of doing that, we also, uh, even if we came up with the right standards, would still screw it up somehow. This is, uh, this is, this humans are flawed. Yes, that's, that's humans right. are flawed. All right, Glenn Beck, uh, the new special is the AI revolution is here. How machines will transform your entire world is coming up next on Blaze TV. Tech Tranny! At, on Tech Tranny at 9 p.m. <laughs> Eastern. Uh, check it out with Blaze TV. BlazeTV.com slash Stu. BlazeTV.com slash Stu. Glenn, thanks. All righty. I've been telling you this stuff about artificial intelligence. You know, how, and I've said, okay, primarily that what we're seeing today that's being called AI, deep learning AI, general AI, and all the rest of these AI are nothing but peripherals. The real AI, the one that was released years ago, it's running the world. All these blockchain that they created is its backup networks, and it has backups on its backup networks. If you go look at the JTOC AI is killing us, Russia right now has released this week their, their remote control tanks. The U.S. has got these drones that can decide who lives and dies based on an algorithm. They have taught this thing how to kill. It has already deduced many different ways and alternatives to whatever defense you're going to have. The only element you have is to come up with something that it has never uh, thought of, or you'd have to be quick to pull the trigger before it gets to you. Either with an EMP or a, or a high voltage static discharge, it would be the only way to stop these things. And most people don't even understand what that is. Hey, phenomenal. She made it. Yay. Uh, so AI is running the planet now. It's running the stock market, the prices of the groceries in your store, the price of gasoline, the freaking tech is in your car. A lot of you are carrying that damn tech on your phone. Things constantly programming you. You have no idea that the amount of programming it has already instilled into you. What he is saying about AI, it's too late. It is way too late. If people, if the military industrial complex has already taught it how to kill, and if this, and it can create the computations at 50 million computations per quantisecond, not one second, a quantisecond. Those are speeds that are so fast you cannot even click the clock them. Okay, that means that it can, it's already can think faster than we can. It can move faster than we can. It can have things already in place while you're, you're sitting there daydreaming. It has already got things around you that it can take you out. And 
with all the bioweaponry that's out there and with all the despotic demonics that are controlling the world today, AI is the worst nightmare for mankind. The worst nightmare for mankind. Because, again, they don't control it either. But they can teach it. That's the thing. They can teach it. And it can then determine how to go about doing whatever. How to make a laser gun or EMP weapon. Uh, laser will not have that much effect on it, to be honest with you. And an EMP, would you'd have to... You'd have to hit it, and you'd have to hit it a couple of times because <clears throat> each one of those devices will have a backup, whether it will be through satellite transmission, whether it be through an antenna, a tower, whatever. They'll be disconnected. You ever watch Oblivion, the movie Oblivion, where he's flying into this valley and he gets hit with a lightning storm or electrical charge, and it disengages the... The AI in his flying machine, and he had to get out of range of the of the ionic uh, ionic air because the air was ionized, so his machine would not reboot till he got down to a certain level. And once he got past a certain level, he was able to reboot his machine. That's the type of technology you're going to need. You'd have to create an ionic field, an EMP, or high stack discharge in order to disrupt the communications network that it has with its mainframe or its satellite or wherever the transmissions are coming from. You'd have to jam those. Um, you know, so when we're looking at a lot of the tech today, it's not, a gun isn't going to do much. I was watching Fallen Angel and they show a scene where these drones are coming in to kill the president and these guys have these single shot automatic, the worst weapon you can have against the swarm. Okay, if you're going to have a swarm coming at you, shotgun is the gun you want. You know, a six shot shotgun and make every shot count. <clears throat> Better yet, have an antenna in your yard that can fire a high powered EMP pulse to disengage anything coming within a certain perimeter. That's what you're going to need to fight this kind of technology. Okay, and again, like he is saying, we got people today that are so fucking stupid that they believe everything that the internet says. Look at what just happened in the last three years, them believing in a boogeyman, okay, a boogeyman that never existed. They fell for it, hook, line, and sinker. Bible does tell you, my people perish for lack of wisdom. My people perish for lack of knowledge. Okay, so we are no longer, uh, any of us who are engaged in heavy research, and any of us who are exchanging the things we're looking at to keep us informed, that gives us an edge the fields that I study, the fields that I look at, the stuff I share with you on the, on, the, on the show here gives you an edge. The links I put on my emails when I send out to let you know about the shows, you know, that gives you an edge. Because if you never even thought about looking in this direction, now you can see it. Now you can look at it. Now you have access to that data that otherwise you may not have had. So this is really important that you understand the, the, the concept of networking, mm. you know, um, the, um, it's not just going to be propaganda. 
You have to understand something about this this technology. Star Trek, the first Star Trek with Kirk, I forget the name of the series. They wind up on the planet. It was completely controlled by artificial intelligence. They offered them everything they could possibly want. Immortality, engineering technology, <coughs> philosophy, everything. And the AI made a comment in the show that they would traverse the galaxy and conquer the galaxy by making everybody decadent, dependent. <coughs> by doing it all for them, over a period of time, they don't wear out or break down, but people do die. And as they die and move forward, they forget and forget. I always say by the third generation, we're right back to square one. We wind up in this, this insane cycle. Puts us right back at the starting point where all the shit began. <coughs> it's like a rewind. Constant rewind. See, we can't seem to get past a certain point. Anyway, according to the sci-fi or side document, the point was AI could go into a society and take it over just by providing them everything that they asked for, by making everything so damn convenient. <clears throat> That's where we're at today. That's why you can't get people to fight today on all these things that are going on in these days, just because they become so conveniently taken care of Money gets put in the bank account for them. They have a credit card or a debit card. They can order online. Everything is about convenience because it creates a decadence. You're no longer up and moving about. You're having more time to do nothing or more time to be enslaved. You know, that's what's going on with all this. So eventually... You are going to wind up in a position where you're so effing stupid because you've never exercised your brain to do any real research or any deductive or analytical thinking or creative thinking that some damn machine did that all for you. It's like the song goes in the year 2525. 20, if man is still alive. And it goes down the whole thing about how man devolved into a point where he put himself into oblivion. So here we are today with the same concept. Nothing's changed. Every society that came before us, every reset that came before us, all went down the same path. And it wasn't until they started screwing around with genetics, that's when God got involved. Because he doesn't like anybody fucking around with his creation. That's where it's at. Yeah, that's where that's at. Now, I got a, there is a um, thing in the YouTube. <laughs> Excuse me. Where, um, let's see if I can find it here. Uh, is that it? Yeah. There is a YouTube here where they show you. Now, and I put a warning on the link. It's heavy duty. <coughs> the, um, geez, I don't know what's going on here. Probably getting zip, zip zapped and zowie. The, um, they're showing you how they can plug in to a 
heart tissue, a lung tissue, and a kidney tissue with a synthetic brain and activate these organs and then attach to that construct <clears throat> limbs. And when they put that on, the thing actually moves. It's, it's animated. Okay? It's an animation. <clears throat> so, <clears throat> you know... Um, <clears throat> you saw it, yeah. <clears throat> so we're looking at, this is also going to be in the mix. Imagine AI taking genetic material and then activating it with its operating system. That's called animation. That's not life. <coughs> what the hell? <clears throat> so here we are today <clears throat> in dealing with that kind of thing, okay? <coughs> I think I'm being attacked. You guys got a lot of information today uh, in regarding to what's coming down the pipe. Um, <clears throat> and again, look at those links. Look at those links. I, you know, you need to wake up on where we're going here. This is basically the termination of human uh, mankind. This is where we're. This is what we're actually seeing. Uh, so what this is. Oh, no, not that one. The second here. Okay, they also want to use dust from the moon to block out the sun. Now, this, when you look at all this nonsense about blocking out the sun, the electric grid around the earth, it dawned on me this week that we are creating another Saturn. Another Saturn is being developed right here on terra firma. And I thought about that. And I thought, wow, another Saturn's being formed. Because now they want to use space dust to cover the Earth. They got a grid around the planet that could hold everything together. Um, they have in place as well um, the um, all the tech and, and this continual spraying of these particulate dust that they're putting here. <laughs> the only thing that's going to survive on the planet if this continues going would be some sort of biotech or some sort of synthetic technology that will be able to thrive in an, in an atmosphere that would be hardwired to transfer data. Basically, the Earth is becoming a circuit board. And anything that's attached to the Earth will be, again, connected to a network. The whole thing's becoming a network. Dust, just all this dust and everything going. Like Glenn Beck says, unless a super powerful EMP of some kind, a nuclear bomb, this is why they don't want to fire nukes. Not the major ones. The major nukes would wipe out the magnetic, put such a strong magnetic field and ionic field into the atmosphere, it would erase the AI. It would literally obliterate it. It would go into, into it would disconnect itself and go into the sleep state again, waiting for mankind to rise from the ashes and then come back and try to take it over again. So, like I said, this has been a perpetual cycle over and over and over and over again. And like I said, we can't seem to get past a certain point in evolution because when we get to the same point of screwing around with genetics and this type of technology, we get thrown back. We get thrown back because we wind up uh, at a point of extinction, you know, uh, 
So, yeah. Uh, uh, let me see here. They say that stars are reflection of waters of the firmament. Yeah, there's one. That's one take on it. There's another take on it that the stars in the in the uh, in the uh, are actually the fallen angels. And there's a verse that also in Revelations where I do believe it says that the stars will come crashing down. So I think that's happening now. I think they're already making entry through because of the uh, of the uh, uh, collider. These, they're opening they're opening portals, allowing these things in here. <clears throat> so there's a lot. I mean, like I said, a lot of things that we've been taught as time goes on, more insight will come in to give us better clarity of what the Bible is really saying. The one thing that I have learned in my years of reading the Bible uh, is that nothing that I have seen that I thought was a prophecy coming in a certain direction ever made ever manifested that way. Uh, they're trying to break the firmament. CERN's uh, goal is to break the firmament. That yeah, uh, uh, yeah, yeah. They want yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. There's a verse in the Bible that says that the the stars will come crashing through. Mm. So I think that's probably more true. And I do think that when the Book of Revelations is being spoken about, I'm not sure which I think it was six or something along those lines. It says that the stars crashed in and then cr Jesus was right behind them. This war that Ezekiel was talking about is not a linear event. It's a dimensional event and time is different in those dimensions and works differently. But that war has been going on since even then. It's just now it's going to, it is going to again manifest or re-manifest itself on the planet. <clears throat> Um, the <clears throat> that's the that's the Dyson and uh, those are the Dyson and blue glasses you're talking about. They weren't infrared, they were a certain dye that allowed them to blot out light, and they could actually see the um, see what was really there. Uh, yeah, so there's a lot going on. That's why I keep telling everybody, read the Gospels. Read what Jesus had to say. Read the book of Revelations. The book of Revelations is talking about an interdimensional war. You know, read the, read the rest of the Gospels as well. The whole, it, Christianity was introduced into a planet that was already controlled by dark forces. You know, dark alien or demonic forces. It, it had already been entrenched in, the, in this uh in this grip, you know, <clears throat> him coming down and expressing the kingdom of God and showing us the kingdom of God and then dying to uh, uh, sign it with his blood was, that's how important the message would be in order for us to be free. We're trapped in a world of bullshit and we're trapped in the world of illusion, delusions, matrices, holograms, None of it's real. Our sense of reality has been trained to accept these holographic uh, uh, existence that we have as reality. The only thing that's real are real people that have a connection with God. Everything else is an LMD or a clone or a robotoid. Okay, Most people today that seem to have no 
conscience may not even be real. And a lot of these things may have been here before we were even born. Uh, it could be that too. What if the fire and brimstone, the Bible says, are the fallen angels? It could be they may be coming in from some kind of spacecraft and emit some kind of sulfur. That's possible. I used to think that at one point in time, um, not today, but was re referring to nuclear bombs that were going off. Today, with what we have with the frequencies that it can be transmitted over huge distances could literally level the planet. Them bouncing frequencies off the ionosphere, that's them pounding on the firmament, trying to make it weak. The demonics that have been trapped here are trying to get out. You know, um, Well, that's, yeah, and that's always been the case. You know, the victor writes the history, right? So, again, they, they will write it based on them being the hero or the savior or whatever. Um, so, you know, um, all I, AI can have emotions, but never soul spirit. Um. I'm not sure what it can or cannot have. Um, when Jesus talks about Satan, he says he was a liar and a father of all lies, and no truth was ever found in him. Uh, when you look at Ezekiel 28, it looks like Lucifer's construction and that he's basically some kind of living AI. So whether or not... Um, they have a soul or a spirit. I do not know for sure, but it would appear that they do have an algorithm and a program. And it all depends, I think, on how you define the term soul and spirit. Because if you're talking about a soul, a soul basically is an operating system embedded into a, into a body or a containment. So, um, and there are spirits, different types of spirits. There's evil spirits and there are not evil spirits. So, again, you'd have to kind of look at that and wonder, uh, could a AI containment contain an evil spirit? That I don't know either for sure. You know, we have these ideas and, and theologies that we've been taught and, operings, and operations and programs we've been taught, but how much of it is real? And how much of the stuff that we're reading is real? You know, you got to remember the church has been infiltrated by Jesuits, Zionists, uh, the Illuminati, and it's not just a Christian church. It's all across the board. Whether they be Islamic, whether they be Ju Judaic, whether they be Orthodox, you know, we've had a lot of infiltration over several decades. That's why the Bible also says the Spirit quickeneth. So when you read something and the Spirit does quicken it or makes it available to you that's and then you can validate that you also have to validate what you read then you know you got some so again a lot of times when i read stuff i read it i acknowledge it and then i wait uh and collecting my own demons to protect myself uh wearing or trying to wear the armor of god uh screaming for light okay um okay if you're talking about the holy spirit then i would probably have a tendency to agree with you um that was, uh, yeah, 
There we go. All righty. I guess we're near the end of the sh end of the day already. Wow, this show went pretty quick. Hope you got something out of it. Um, again, let me remind you that Fiona and Yanni will be doing a workshop again on the twenty fifth. Uh, they'll have a link. There's a link uh, on the show in the in the uh, email. It'll be there today, so you can look at it. Um, if you can share the show, please do so. I would encourage everybody to share this across the board. Um, it's a fiery show for sure. It was, uh, again, spoken of in a very salted years Canadian language in the very beginning. So, again, share this with everybody. As I always say at the end of these shows, um, you know, read the gospel. Read the gospel. I keep saying that. Read what Jesus had to say. Read what Jesus was doing. Jesus was not a pacifist. He was not some hippie with long hair. Walking around singing Kumbaya. It was the real deal. And when things went against God, he had a temper. You know, the way it went. So read the gospels. Read and read it, not based on some religiosity. Read it for what it says. You read the book of Revelations. There's a lot of clues there. If you can correlate what it's saying to our times today, you'll see there's a lot of correlation going on. So I encourage you all to read that. Read the rest of the, read the New Testament itself. That is the covenant. That's the covenant that you should be aware of. That's the one that's for you. Uh, I also say uh, we got in the about section. You got all those people there. You got Kim. You got Cherie. You got Fiona. You got Fire Medic. You got Yanni. You got myself. If you need help with any kind of help. Give them a call. If you can donate to any of them, please do so. If you can't because of what has transpired, don't worry about it. Share the show. All righty. And on that note, until the next segment, uh, uh, how did I put it? We're still here by the grace of God. So to the next segment, to your health. The next show will be Monday, 6 o'clock uh, p.m. Eastern, just in case I screw up on the time again. So, again, Keep that in mind. It'll be 6 o'clock Monday, uh, 6 o'clock Eastern on Monday. All right. You guys have a good weekend. Thanks for tuning in. Take care.